Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Code and Culture. I'm your guy, Yazi, and this is a weekly podcast where I like to help you break the mold and crack the code to old habits and thinking through insights, interviews, and rants, all while decoding conversations into practical systems so you can become a better player in the game of life. And if that sounds great to you, then head over to our Facebook page, IG, and Reddit thread and join the conversation. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Ah! What's up, what's up, what's up, family? Welcome to another episode of Code and Culture. It's your guy, Yazi, and you are in the place to be, okay? Making sure that you guys are healthy, happy, and wonderful. I just wanted to drop in and share a little bit today's Rant and insight is all about overthinking. So I'm not going to hold you long. Let's get into it. Okay, so today's topic again is overthinking. And simply the pros of overthinking and how you can apply and train your brain to positively overthink, to use overthinking as a tool, a valuable tool, instead of something that hinders you. So, we all understand that overthinking is something that can cause worry, it can cause you to go down the wrong rabbit hole, it can enable you to take action, it can stir up confusion, it can do many things. But one thing that I'd like to focus on in this conversation is simply the positive pros of overthinking. Some of us are overthinkers, and I'm talking to you overthinkers. You know how it goes. It can start off with a simple seed, and from that seed, we can have a whole garden of either worry or we can have a garden of affirmations. And it depends on what type of seed you're planting and and what do you want to grow. Now, overthinking can be triggered in all types of situations, many different aspects of life, right? And it can be a a recurring dream, it can be a recurring incident, Uh, you know, it can be a problem that just so happened, came about, and now you are just in the wind, okay? Now, worrying is overthinking, but it's overthinking in a negative manner. And it's not beneficial. It doesn't really help you grow. It only causes more problems to come about. But we're going to talk about and specifically focus on the pros of overthinking and how it can help you if you are an overthinker. Now, one pro about it, it, one pro or positive about overthinking is that it stimulates the mind and it can be considered creativity. Because we all know that creativity is another opportunity for new things to enter into the scenario. It's it's to allow new things to come, things that you may have not thought about at first, uh, things that are um, inspired by certain activities that you're taking at that moment, a a new way of doing something, right? And this can steer from overthinking a certain scenario, situation, or problem. And that can be considered creative. 
The next pro about it is that it can be used for problem solving. Great, great usage of overthinking. A great way to use your time and to use this tool or to use this this thing, uh, uh, the form of overthinking. Because you can now start to see, because overthinkers tend to see things from many different ways, right? We, we attack it from many different angles until we get down to the basket that we need. And if you use it properly, you can solve problems because of your ability to overthink and to be creative. If you're overthinking something, you're thinking about all the possible ways that it can either go right or it can go wrong. But here I'm going to encourage you to think of all the ways that it can be a benefit of you. If you're in a certain situation, use your power to overthink to find all the scenarios that you can make this certain situa situation right or beneficial to you and to those who are around you. It's an opportunity for you to see the different scenarios and how it can play out, but I'm asking you to remain optimistic because in order to actually use this in a way of uh, it helping you, you do not have time to allow yourself to go down the negative route because it's not assisting you to get out of the problem. It's only drawing you in deeper. Okay? So another pro about being an overthinker is that sometimes they tend to be detail-oriented, which can be a trigger to overthinking. You look at the details because you are observant. You see the small, subtle actions of things or the small, subtle patterns of things. And now, boom, like that, you're off to the races. So, in this sense, use that time to find ways to either lift you or to better the situation again. Being detail-oriented, you can find the subtle nuances. You can look at the bigger picture and break it down to bite-sized pieces because you've considered almost everything. You've ran you've ran it through your mind a couple of hundred times and you thought about all the possible all the possible ways that this thing can play out and if you're detail-oriented makes it even better and uh, if you're overthinker and you're detail-oriented at the same time you could think about the details you can look at the at the smallest speck of a possibility and now you can take it to a place where it can help you out, okay? If you're trying to get out of a certain uh, a certain problem, being detail-oriented, being an overthinker, it can help. Now, where it doesn't work is where you're in that moment. And this leads on to my next, uh, to a suggestion or a way to apply it or not to apply it. Or, you know what, actually, this is more like a warning or even just a reminder that when you're in the situation, that's no time to overthink. Save or even reserve time to overthink things. Listen and hear me out. The reason why I say it, because it's a form of preparation. It's a form of getting ready. It's a form of practice. 
if you are a high level athlete, your overthinking can drive you to be a better competitor. Because you're looking at all the ways that this person can attack you. You're looking at all the ways that you can attack the person or get to the hoop or get down the field. Not only the play that stands in front of you, but all the scenarios that can happen. It can make you, it can make you more prepared if you allow it to. So, I suggest, one suggestion to make your overthinking um, more beneficial, my first point, would be to feed yourself and fill yourself on positive content, positive people, sayings, whatever you need. Because when you're in those moments of pressure and when you're under pressure, overthinking only becomes a hurdle. It becomes a wall. And it's hard to get out when you need to make a decision. Remember, one of the biggest fails or, uh, or inhabitors of overthinking is the fact that it can enable you from taking action. So, But if you have filled yourself with positive, productive, proactive thoughts, then when you're in a moment where you need to make a decision, you've thought about all the ways that you can take it and all the ways that it can work out. You have something to reach for. Because if you're filling yourself on nonsense, if you're filling, if, you, if most of your time you're feeding yourself on content that does not help you, it does not benefit you, it does not allow you to grow, then when it's time to act or to take action, you have nothing to reach for. When you hit the wall where it's tough, you don't have anything to reach for. You're kind of on your own now. So, constantly, reach for something that helps you. Reach for something that promotes a better outcome. So that way, no matter if you truly believe it just yet, right? Some people think the affirmations and all this stuff is just like hoobla, but it can't be. Think about it, people. It can't be if everybody's, if, if you have people talking about it, right? So give yourself an opportunity to at least believe in it just for a second. Just for a second. I'm not asking you to accept it totally, but just for a second because you may need that positive affirmation in a moment where you're at your you're most vulnerable, where you're at your weakest. Because thoughts, thoughts don't give a damn about where you're at. It don't care. You know thoughts hit you in the grocery store. Thoughts that hit you when you're making love. Thoughts will hit you when you're having a good time. And you're going to need to find ways to combat that. And overthinkers who tend to become worriers, you're just doing the opposite. So why not fill yourself with more affirmation so when that moment comes, your mind shifts instantly. Allowing you to just take it to a different place where it needs to be. So you can remain in the moment and you can handle it later. Another way of using uh, using your overthinking or to train your, your brain to positively use overthinking is meditation. Of course. And I'm going to use it in, in two. Uh, meditation and breath. Right? Breath work and meditation. And think about it, because meditation is not always just a quiet place, but I do suggest you finding that type of time. And that's when meditation can be very, very close to 
prayer and meditation and prayer to me kind of interchangeable. So in those moments, training your mind to stay focused on a single topic, subject, or scenario. And in finding your breath, allowing you to bring some type of ease in that moment. If you practice this on a regular basis, when it's time, when your mind strikes, or when it's uh, when you're finding yourself going off on a tangent because you're overthinking, you can find your breath to either slow it down or to get right to a point where you can take action. Again, uh, trying to find your breath when you haven't practiced it in a moment where you need your breath the most. I've found myself to be in current situations where it's a little stressful, but because I've practiced my breath and my breath, my breath work, I've been a, I've been able to be more assertive because it's a breath. I've been able to calm myself down because it's a breath. It's a breathing thing. At the same time as I meditate, I do yoga. So when stressful situations come or you feel like you're in a situation where you need to assert yourself or become more dominant or whatever it may be, you have better chances of executing that because of the small things that you've done. And to me, this helps you train your overthinking brain. It's not gonna, I'm not saying it'll stop it, but what I'm saying is you can direct it to where it can be more beneficial for you. So another way is taking a step back, taking a moment, again, a breath taking a moment to look at the bigger picture. And along with taking a moment to look at the bigger picture, uh, something that I just actually heard today, which is great. We all know that self-talk is one of the biggest forms of prayer because it's constant. It's what you're telling yourself. It's what you're thinking. Thoughts become actions, right? Prayer influences thoughts. So, if self-talk is that, then being mindful of what you say to yourself should be top of mind. So when it comes down to looking at the bigger picture, one thing to do and one thing that I heard today, which was great, 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 great. Not necessarily, I'm not going to suggest you to like stop your self-talk, but to direct and train yourself, your self-talk because you want to look at things, uh, you want to start, you want to prevent yourself from doing so much generalization. You know, the nevers and the always and the everyone's and, you know, I'm always losing or everyone is judging me and um, I never achieve anything. Those type of generalizations, right? Telling someone they never did anything for you. Telling your spouse that she never uh, or, you know, she always does this or he always does that. Those are overgeneralizations. And those are not true they may hold some truth in there but let's be real about it if you if your wife never supported or if your husband never uh never supports you you would not be with that person so it's obviously not true but it's an easy way for our brain to kind of think it's more efficient and it tends to be effective in that way but it has a negative effect because if you start thinking that everyone is judging everyone is looking at you when nobody's looking at you uh, you can hinder yourself. It becomes a hurdle. And if you're overthinking, and if you're an overthinker, you think of all the ways that people will judge you, and you do nothing. You completely shut down. What it says, analysis paralysis. You can't move. 
You're paralyzed. From the from the neck down, head down. You're paralyzed, but your mind's still going. So in this case, I would say that overall you want to train your 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 brain, right? Continue to train your brain, feed your brain, fill yourself up with things that actually benefit you. But when it comes to the to topic of overthinking, I'm not going to tell you to stop. I'm just going to tell you to train it, to redirect it, to help yourself out. Because worrying is overthinking just in a negative form. And you don't want to continue to cause these things to happen if they're not benefiting you. So now, instead of beating yourself up for overthinking, I'm not going to tell you to stop. I'm going to tell you to redirect, use it, face it. And attack it now the last thing my last suggestion like always is to take action and to align yourself you know I've also heard that it's not action it's alignment well do both find a way to align yourself with the with the right train of thought and overthink the hell out of it go for it right be optimistic and just go for all the ways but when you find a handful of uh, of ways of options for you to take take one Report back and see if it worked. Continue to do that. Continue to think of all the ways that things can work out for your good. And then report back. Journal it. Write it down. So I have two suggestions of ways to practice. Right. First is I'm borrowing from a girl, Abraham Hicks. So she has this thing called the, uh, the focus wheel. I believe I'm quoting it right. The focus wheel. And it's where she suggests that you place an idea or affirmation in the middle of the paper. It's a goal, a desire, whatever it may be. And then on the, out, on the outer rim, you're writing all the affirmations. You're writing all the... Is, if it's to lose weight, right? The desire is to lose weight. It's always the easiest, the easiest, lowest hanging fruit. She suggests that you go for the quickest thing, right? How will you lose weight? Well, I'm going to go to the gym three times a day. Okay, great. Start there. Now, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? I'm going to drink this. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to eat less of this. I'm going to eat more of that. I'm going to drink more of this. I'm going to do less of that. And then you'll say, how do you feel? Where do you go? Where do you do? If you was already this person, how would that look like? What is that? And you just keep going and 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 going. And you don't stop until you are fulfilled. Until it feels real. Because the ultimate thing about prayer and about any all these things that I like to talk about is creating the feeling. Creating that within yourself. Because the feeling is the secret. And if you continue to go until you stir up a feeling of success, of accomplishment. So if you're going to be an overthinker, use it. Don't abuse it. Right? Try to be as sober-minded as possible. Try to be in a good state of mind if you're going to overthink it. A determined state of mind. A focused state of mind. A, a state of mind that is that feels unbreakable. You know, assert yourself. Affirm yourself. And then start to overthink. Because in the moment where you need to make a decision, it's not the moment for you to overthink something. So... Those are my suggestions. Oh, and my second one. <laughs> Before I forget, look at me I'm trying to end this thing. I ain't trying to go nowhere. Um, it's borrowing from my guy Jim Rome, and he has another. It's another writing using your your pen and your pad, and he calls it a working paper. 
Now, a working paper is a little bit different from the will of focus. A working paper, uh, instead of just necessarily affirmations, you are problem solving here. It's an opportunity to be more, uh, to be a better critical thinker. Whatever research you have to do, whatever uh, actions you must take quickly, then you put it down on this paper and you don't throw this paper away until the problem is solved. So he calls it a working paper. And you use it, you look at it, and remind yourself of the actions or the research that you need to do. And I say there is a great way to overthink. Overthink on paper if you're going to overthink. Because when you look up, you have you probably have all the solutions. And you probably have all the ways it can go wrong. You have all the pros, all the cons, all the all the things, because you've thought of all the scenarios. So use that for your good now. Use that for your benefit because now you have a game plan now you have an idea now you have something to go off of you have something to refer to and you have something to report back to so this is all the way these are some of the ways I find that you can positively use the trait of overthinking no longer should you feel like it's a curse this is the gift I'm, I'm, I'm influencing you and hopefully inspiring you to use it more as a gift instead of allowing it to be a curse to you. So, if you like what you heard, or even if you disagree, that's my, that, that's my spill, right? That's my spill, that's my rant, and my insight. Short, quick, and to the point. Let get it. Okay, so if, you, if you're in agreement, and if you're not, just head over to my Facebook page and drop a comment. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if this re resonated with you or if it didn't. It's Coding Culture Podcast. Though this is the talk show, okay? Remember that? You are a talk show. Um, head over there, drop a comment, let's have a conversation. If you were on IG with it or wherever you're at, uh, you know, look, let's, let's talk about it, right? And we can keep going back and forth and we can make something, you know, something happen. So if you have some suggestions, if I left anything out or if you dealt with this problem, I would love to know. So without further ado, let's get into your moment of agreement. Alright family, if you're driving, I ask that you don't close your eyes. Just make sure you listen closely. And if you're at home and, or in a place where you're, you're not occupied, take some time and listen in. Today is your best day. Tomorrow will be your best day. Every day this week will be your best day. Because you are going to wake up with an expectation. And you're going to rest with the feeling of accomplishment. Using your brain in a way where it benefits you and those around you. Your success always trickles down to those around you. You are constantly finding ways to allow energy to flow. Never allowing it to be stagnant. Your purpose is being fulfilled because you're purposeful. Your ideas are coming to life right in front of you. You're not allowing yourself to take chances without understanding your risk. You're calculated. You're professional. You are outstanding. You're going to find ways to reinforce your beliefs through affirmations, through actions, through alignment, take a breath and know for yourself that you are powerful. 
Your greatness resides in you. And if you feel that it's dormant, it will come alive today. And if you see a little glimpse of that person you desire to be, celebrate. May your days be filled with productivity, action, and fun. May you laugh from your diaphragm. May you speak with your chest out. May you walk with confidence. Brush anything and everything that doesn't serve you off your shoulders. Never allowing anything to stick to you that's not for you. So, if you're in agreement like I'm in agreement on three, one, two, three, and so it is. Be great, be vigilant, be curious, be you. Peace.